One of the issues that it came to bear on council and is going to be engaged in as an experiment is the idea of people being allowed to drink alcohol in public parks. I tend to favor this sort of thing because I'm kind of tired of Toronto's overly Presbyterian attitude toward alcohol, but addiction specialists are already pressing the button. Dr. Leslie Buckley is Chief of the Addictions Division at the Center for Addiction and Mental Health and joins us right now. Good morning, doctor. Hi, John. Great to be here. Thanks for having, having me. Okay. So is there research that would support the idea that loosening up on liquor laws necessarily leads to more people drinking or people drinking more? Yes, actually, there's strong, strong evidence in this area. Um, there's actually a, a group called the Canadian Alcohol Policy Evaluation, CAPE Group, and uh, they look at all these policies. They they balance it and they sort of, you know, use the um, the known evidence to look at what's helpful and what's not in terms of policy. And then they actually score a report card across the provinces and for the federal folks to see who's doing well. And one of the most important indicators that we know that impacts how much is consumed um, is accessibility. So how available uh, alcohol is. And it has, you know, it's one of the best evidence bases that we have. Okay, well, one of the other debates we're having right now is whether or not we're going to have beer and wine in convenience stores. So would you argue that that's probably a step too far as well? Sure. So when you think about accessibility, there's a few different things that matter here. So one is price. Right. So we've seen that, you know, one of the reasons why alcohol that why Ontario didn't do as well this year. So we, we dropped from a 55 percent rating in 2019 to 40 percent uh, in 2023 was because of reductions in minimum pricing. So, you know, the, the government can control the minimum price in restaurants and also, you know, in stores where alcohol is bought. Um, they can also control the hours of sale. So the longer the hours of sale, the more alcohol is consumed. And then the availability. So just like the uh, the density of locations where you can buy alcohol also factor in. So all those, all those things get categorized under accessibility. So what argument would you offer to somebody saying, listen, just because as an aggregate, some people may have an issue with alcohol, why shouldn't I be able to drink a beer in a park on a Sunday afternoon? Yeah, so this is this is a great question. And you know, I can provide you some data and some evidence, but but what it comes down to is a, is really more of a political decision, like what what people want. And you know, I think that from from my vantage where I see, you know, a, a lot of sadness and a lot of really a lot of people who are struggling a lot, right? So I, I definitely get the harms. But really, I think most people do, John. If you, you know, I don't think there's anyone out there that doesn't have a coworker, someone they love, you know, that's struggling with the substance. And, and, you know, truth be told, these policies really do matter. And, you know, if we can, if we can reduce the, um, you know, the harms that happen and the cost to society, John. So it costs $7 billion in Ontario for, you know, whether it's like, lost productivity, healthcare costs, justice system. Maybe it's worth it just to have a little more inconvenience in your life, and maybe it'll help you too. Thank you so much for this. Good to talk. Thank you. Dr. Leslie Buckley at uh, CAMH.